Hello, good morning. Dear friends, I welcome you to this new day. It's a new day and it's a new dawn. I believe the grace of God is rising up in your life today. I believe this day will mark the beginning of your rising. By the grace of God, you will overcome every limitation, every hindrance around your life today. I, it is my prayer, it is my faith, it is my expectation that the Lord God of heaven will hold you by the right hand. He will pull you above all the worlds, limiting your life. You will overcome, you will have testimony. The Lord God of heaven will help you. By the grace of God, you will not be subdued, you will not go under. The Lord will give you total victory in the name of Jesus. In every area of life, by the grace of God, you will not suffer shame. The Lord will help you. Grace will multiply upon your life in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. I pray before the close of today, you will have testimony. The Lord will send you help in the name of of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Good morning. Now, friend, uh, God laid something a bit critical in my heart yesterday night, and um, I feel persuaded in sharing it with you. Still in the area of taking heed. This time around, I heard the word, cry out, cry out. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Examine yourselves, whether ye still be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. Now, there are occasioned deaths that are needless. I say it again. There are occasioned deaths that are needless. That is, that could have been averted. Death that could have been averted if the cause factors were detected or known early enough. The problem many a times is that people die needless deaths and possibly because the factor the problem is not discovered early now the problem might probably be the fact that number one the victim might not have known how serious the challenge was you know an individual could be seeing certain symptoms but does not know how serious it is. So, he keeps quiet. Number two, it could be that he or she might have known, all right, but believe that it is a common challenge and will soon rectify itself. So, he leaves it and the problem is growing. Number three, it could be that the person is silent about it because 
of pride. The pride which I call positional trap. What will people say? How will people see and read me if I speak out? So today, we have people who are spiritually sick and they know that they are but cannot speak up. They won't open up because of what people will say. Hear the Lord, our all-knowing Jesus Christ, speaking to a church in the book of Revelation chapter 3, from verse 1 to 3. He says, And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars, I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and had, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt know, shall not know what hour I will come upon thee. Hmm. When we talk about the church, like the church in Sardis, it is about a collection or assembly of a number of individuals. So when God says, or is speaking to a church in a particular location, he's speaking to individuals. The master said, I know thy works. He knows your work, even when men don't know. What people don't know about you, you know, beloved, that it is not hidden as far as God is concerned. You might pretend before men, but be sure we cannot pretend before him. The scripture has this to say about our God in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 in verses 12 and 13. It says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And in verse 13 it says, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest, that is exposed, all right, in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Wow. Sir, nothing is hidden from him. He said, he knows that you have a name, that you are alive. But behold, he said you are dead. 
You are still circulating physically, but within you, you are expiring. You know you are dying on the inside. Things are not normal with you. You know that. In Psalm 74 verse 9, he said, We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet, neither is there amongst us any that knows how long. Beloved, you know that some of the negative habits that Jesus eliminated in you when you fully came to him, into the kingdom some years ago, they are resurrecting back again. They are sneaking back into your life again. Take for example, it could be the spirit of anger. It was there before you conquered it. Jesus gave you victory and you knew anger left you. But now, it's beginning to show up again. Just like that of Moses. You remember Moses in Exodus chapter 2 verses 12 down to 14. Oh, the Bible tells us about the action of Moses. He killed. He looked here and there. The Bible says he saw that there was no man. He slew an Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And in verse 14, he went out again and he saw two Israelis, two Jews, quarreling. And they knew what he did the previous day. And they said, who made you a judge, a prince over us? You want to kill us as you killed the Egyptian? It was then that Moses understood that his action was not hidden. He ran out of Egypt to Midian. But you know what? In Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, Numbers 12, 3, the Bible said, Now, the man Moses was very meek above all the men which are upon the face of the earth, the meekest man on the earth. But much later, we saw that anger came back again to the heart of Moses. What anger did to him? Remember in Numbers 20, from verse 10 to 12, the Bible says, And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, Hear now, you rebels. You know that's a language of anger. All right, must we fetch you water out of the rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock twice. And water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beasts also. Now, it was in anger that Moses disobeyed God. He didn't intend to disobey God, but anger will make a man to act irrationally, to disobey God unintentionally, like it has been said. That anger is a manifestation of a temporary madness. We could see Moses here. He wouldn't have done that under a normal circumstance, but anger made him to do that. And he missed out of Canaan. 
Yours may not be anger. It could just be lost. It once left you, but is back again. You might have even been indulging yourself in some levels of immorality. But no one knows except God, yourself, and possibly the devil. The joy you once had in serving God is dead. Though you are still active, but inwardly you are grudging and complaining. Something is dying in your life. Alright? The spiritual gifts that you used to manifest, they are ceasing to function. You know your giftings are dying off. What you have now is a stage-managed demonstration. Something has left you, but you cannot cry out because you have a name to protect. Even when you know you are dying and you have lost the life. Many times, even our culture operates against the scripture. For example, culture says it is better to die than to face shame. But the scripture will not encourage that. In fact, in Job chapter 36, in verse 13 down to 14, he said the hypocrite in heart heap up wrath. He said they cry not when he binds them. It means he expects a man who is being bound to cry out. He said but because they refuse to cry out, he said they die in youth and their life is among the unclean. That will not be our portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Ezekiel 18, 31 to 32, it says, Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel? God said in verse 32, That he has no pleasure in the death of him that died. Say that God. Say the Lord God. He said, Wherefore? Turn yourselves and leave ye. My beloved brother and sister, cry out. Don't die in silence. I hear the master saying here in Revelation chapter 3 verse 2 that we read. He said, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Be watchful means take heed. Strengthen the things that are ready to die. The things that remain. So some things have already left you. But a few things are remaining. Even the ones that are remaining in you, they are dying. They are, you are becoming weak. Beloved, don't die in silence. If you keep quiet, that sickness, that spiritual disease will kill you. If you cry out, help could be assessed. Don't let your position trap you in your situation. It is better 
you live to tell the testimony of how you sank and you came out. It is better you live to share your testimony on how you would have died but for God's intervention. Beloved, don't be silent. There is a cry in the heart of God for many of us who are dying and you are silent. Cry out. And the reason why God is encouraging this cry is because he wants to help you. He wants to recover you. He wants to restore you. Don't allow what people will say to hinder you from recovery. You don't have to die. You don't have to sink more in your confusion, in your weaknesses, in your depression. You don't have to sink more. There is help for you. God is ready to help you. The Bible says, A righteous falleth seven times, yet he rises up again. It is time for you to seek for help. You will rise again if you learn to cry out. It is my prayer this morning, my dear brother, my sister, that the Lord will recover you. The Lord will recover your strength. The Lord will recover your virtues. Those negative things that are springing up in your life will die off. And the grace of God will recover you. You will not die. You shall live to declare the works of God in the land of the living. That shall be in your life and my life. In Jesus' name. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday. Away. God bless you.